Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And we are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, July 5th. Uh, the start of last episode, Sam, I was editing. I realized that we are back with another edition, and it felt weird because I always say episode. That's just a random thing. I, I was just listening, and I couldn't pinpoint what I said wrong, uh, and that's what I said wrong. Editing Jack here. There was a mic glitch. I think it was on my microphone when we start talking about Dame from the NBA sphere. It's around the 30-minute something mark of the show. I don't know if it happens again, but apologies in advance. Thank you for listening. But anyways, we do have Celtics news. Uh, the Celtics have traded Mr. Grant Williams, my fan favorite. If you're a longtime listener of the show, even a short-time listener, you know I'm very fond of my man Grant Williams. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll sort of be a Mavs fan. I, I covered them. I cover them for fan side alone anyway, so I'll go watch the games. But now I have another reason to. We put out a whole video reacting to the news when it happened. You guys are seeing this at 5 a.m. on the 6th. We put out the video right as the trade happens. It's 8-12 on July 5th right now when we're recording this. The video is out. Uh, Celtics got three second round picks and a $6 million, uh, TPE. Effectively, they lost a rotation piece for nothing, nothing, which, which sucks. Don't like it bad. Yeah. More second round picks. Yeah. We actually did the, um, trade reaction video and we forgot to react to their highlights. So should we pull up (laughs) some second round pick highlights? Yeah. Yeah. I believe the seconds are in 2024, 25 and 2030. So we can react to some middle school highlights if if that's that's what that's what we're after right now. I don't uh, want to get put on a list. This is true. Uh, yeah. No, just terrible, right? Like, like I understand a lot of Celtics Twitter had a dislike for Grant Williams. I know he wasn't the best when it came to dribbling the ball and doing stuff other than catch and shooting. But I said this on the reaction video. He was a high-level defender who could guard multiple positions and shot 40% from three. Those don't grow on trees. You don't just find those in the NBA. The Celtics aren't going to be able to find another player like Grant Williams on the free agency heap. And even if you say, oh, they don't – and I know your thing is they don't need a big man because they just traded for Porzingis, which I do understand that logic. But it's not like you can go out there and just sign a guard or a wing now with the money you lost because you don't have that money to spend. You just lost that $13 million contract for nothing, which – Great contract value for Grant Williams, too. It, it makes no sense to me that the Celtics just decided to let him walk for nothing. I think it's a bad trade, barring another move they make in the future. No, I, I agree. I think it's stupid to lose him for nothing. I think, like you say, that's money you just literally kicked away it's for just gone. three seconds. Yep. And that was my takeaway at the beginning of the season when we were initially talking about the Grant thing. You couldn't spend that money anywhere else, so there was no reason not to give it to Grant. Especially yep. now, knowing it was only 13 and a half, like it really wasn't that much money. It wasn't more than what they were offering him with an extension, so I don't see why it was all of a sudden a huge problem. Now, all of a sudden, they have to sign and trade him. Yeah, they brought him Porzingis, like whatever. Like, bring him back. Then you can trade him. If, yeah. if you bring Grant back and you sit on him for half a season, you get more value. It's a yep. fact. Agree. Agree. It, uh, right now, it seems like a money thing. And uh, that's that's the part that I think irritates me the most. Obviously, you know, I love Grant Williams. And like I said, I'll have to be a Dallas fan because of this. But um, 
It sucks. It sucks. Looks like we'll we'll be rooting for the Grizzlies and Mavericks a little bit next year, right? I, I think that's that's the game plan, maybe. Uh, for Marcus yeah, I'm not convinced. I'm rooting for the Mavs, but <laughs> you don't have to root for the Mavs. I'll, I'll, I'll take. We'll call it a vested interest in the Mavericks instead of rooting for. Them. Maybe that's a little extreme. Uh, next thing we have, um, Delano Banton will be playing in summer league for the Celtics. That news came out today via Adam Himmelsbach of the Boston Globe. Celtics signed Delano Banton to a two-year deal with a team option. He spent his first two years of his career with the Toronto Raptors. He's 23 years old. He's around 6'7 to 6'9. We joked in the podcast, can't really pinpoint how tall he is. Um, I, I think summer league will be a good opportunity for him. We talked about it as us saying we hope he gets that chance when he signed with the Celtics, and now he, he will. He'll get the chance. Yeah. Even without the Grant news, this was an exciting thing to talk about on the podcast because we watched his highlights as he got traded or not traded as he signed with the Celtics earlier this week. Um, the two of us were intrigued by him, but obviously he's young, did not break in much with the Raptors who aren't very good. So we're like, man, he's still young. He should play summer league. We can see what he's got. So this is kind of like Christmas for us in July, Christmas in July. People do that. I'm genuinely excited for summer league now. I'm Me too. Very intrigued. This is a yeah. really exciting prospect for us. This is, you get a taste of the new player early. I really hope we only have yep. to watch him for like one game. Cause what if he's nasty? <laughs> he gets the Jalen Williams treatment in OKC where he's Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown yep. showed up for that second year of summer league and then fucked off. And that'd be he great. Scored like I'd 30 and then they said, that's enough of that. Or the Wendy. That'd be great. I think this is a chance. I, I don't, I don't advocate for three point, <clears throat> excuse me, chucking. But if there was a chance for him to get that three-point shot under him, take some shots, Delano. That's all I'm saying. Get get the, get the three-point shot feeling good because that's the one part of his game that we've seen is like could need some work. He's he's a fine enough uh, playmaker. He can run in transition. He's long, so you'd think he can work on that defense. Get some reps. Get some reps. Take some shots. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, plus, I really want to see him uh, play well in the defensive end because um, I think that'd be, that'd be big for him. Um, in addition to that, Jared Weiss tidbit on Banton. He was mentioned here. Whether it's dealing Williams or Brogdon, Boston's priority will likely be bringing in a ball handler to complement White as the starting point guard. Celtics agreed to a deal with Raptors backup PG Banton, um, but he is expected to serve more as a deep reserve across the backcourt rather than a core part of their offensive plans. Sounds like he's getting the Pritchard last year role for the Celtics, which is fine. Um, I also wanted to ask you, right now, what do you think the starting lineup in Summer League is? I put I put what I think it Summer could League? be in the dock. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I put it in the dock. Let's see. And, J.D. Davison, yes. Is Champagne? Yes, he is. Is yep. it Jordan Walsh? As a bouquet, I would say yes. Well, I, I couldn't fill that last power forward spot, and I, I sort of yeah. just assumed it would be Walsh. Yes. I mean, other options outside of Walsh are, I mean, do you give it to Kissinlaw? Do you give it to Vincent Valeria Bodon? Do you give it to Balcharowski? Like he, I want to see Walsh the Hungarian kid, yeah. Uh, Valeria Bodon? Mm. Can we just? I, I read it as Valerio Boom the first time I read it, and I just, I like that better. Uh, so I, every time I say Valerio Bodon, I want to call him Valerio Boom. Well, you know what was funny is I did the Celtics Lab pod earlier today, so check that out after you watch us. Um, and Cam Tabat Tibai, me mentioning Cam, not you. Wow. Yeah, look at this what a change. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Azubuki, and he said, "Oh, I I'm gonna try and pronounce this," and he goes Azubiki. <laughs> and i said i actually like that better i don't really care how you pronounce his name that's his name now azabiki so so we're called is now Udoka azabiki yeah i do like i it does it does flow no I, so vincent valerio boom and uh, Udoka azabiki those those are the new pronunciations uh but yeah, yeah us 
us just uh, disregarding names that aren't normal. Of course, of course. But um, yeah, Celtic Summer League Banton is now going to be featured. Um, I'm excited. That 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 got me a little excited when I saw it this morning because th- that summer league has already been exciting. Now there's even more to look forward. And it to. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. As you're listening to this, two days Saturday, three thirty tip Eastern. Woo. Don't know who they play. Uh, might be. Miami. Uh, might be. Let me see. Celtic summer league. That that's a that's a Googleable question. We can answer that in two yes. seconds here. Miami Heat, July eighth, three p.m. There you go. I know ball. Um, so you get to see Jaime Hawkes. Jaime Hawkes, who who's been very good. Yep. Brandon Miller, by the way, not very good. Charlotte just I, getting stomped. Wasn't great. Wasn't great. Um, he sucked in that yeah. game against the Spurs, and there was no <laughs> Wemby. Eyes emoji. Eyes emoji. Maybe Scoot was the pick. Next thing we have moving on from summer league. Trust there'll be plenty of summer league talk uh, coming in recent in soon. Uh, I should say Jalen Brown extension has not happened yet. We were, we were going to talk about this in the context of Grant Williams was going to get traded first, or they were, they they had to deal with that. Um, excuse me before. Uh, they traded Williams because Jared Weiss of the Athletic put out a report today. While Jalen Brown extension is the most important piece of business, uh, a league and team sources told the Athletic the first domino they expect to fall will be Grant Williams restricted free agency. Well, that domino has fallen. <clears throat> the domino's gone, and now all that's left is Grant Williams, or excuse me, Jalen Brown's contract extension, which seems like it should come sooner rather than later. Now that Grant has been traded, more tidbits from the Jared Weiss article before we discuss. Um, <clears throat> Jared Weiss reporting. Discussions over a designated veteran extension for Brown are expected to pick up steam soon as the negotiating parties head to Vegas for Summer League. While several designated rookie extensions have been agreed upon since free agency opened, the Brown contract is more complicated. The sources with knowledge of the situation told The Athletic that the delay is due to the flurry of free agency activity this past week. Brown can make 35% of the cap as a designated veteran as opposed to just 30% for rookie supermaxes. He's entering his age 27 season, and there's no longer the exception that he will significantly improve, so he has to be worth his salary right now. After signing a below-max deal last time that included some sizable incentives at the time, this new extension will be more complicated than just agreeing on a number. Even if Boston offers a full five-year, $295 million deal, the team will want to build in an incentive structure while Brown's camp can push for a player option like Jason Tatum got in the fifth year. Brown currently has achievable incentives like making the all-star team and progressing deep in the playoffs, but there have been recent high-profile deals like Jordan Poole's deal that included bonuses for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, and all defensive nods. Those essentially unattainable incentives at least allowed Poole to get his number close to the max as a point of pride, but Brown is likely beyond putting up appearances. So it sounds like the holdup, in a sense, was on the one hand, Grant Williams thing, they wanted to get that out of the way first. Two, uh, it's just the free agency, all these moves happening, the Celtics were, were waiting. And three, the team will probably push for some incentives to to get him to that max. Well, Brown probably just saying, "I want the straight up max, no incentives." That that that's kind of where we're at. It feels like. Let's hope they don't screw it up, <laughs> because the reports have been that it's quote unquote fragile. Mm, where do so you don't see that? screw around? I want to say Windhorse said it. Mm. I believe you. I'm not. I'm not questioning you. I just. I, I don't. I'm, I'm I don't want to see this breakdown. I think Brown is wholeheartedly an important part of the team's future. I'm not a guy that thinks they should move him for Dame. Aside from Dame, there's literally nobody out there that they should trade him for. Like, I mean, who else? Hero? No. It was Windhorse. You're right. Yeah, Wendy. Wendy knows ball too. So just be careful, Celtics. Fingers. Don't Watch don't fingers. screw out Brown. Yeah, he's terrible against Miami. 
not bad for the rest of the playoffs. Wasn't perfect. Numbers were good. Yep. People ready to just exile him after the bad series against Miami. People forget. I've been the most critical person of Brown. Um, like, I've just been very critical. You can't mess this up. <clears throat> like, regardless, whether whether you trade him, which there are only, like, two trade packages that I would even consider at this point, Dame not mm-hmm. being one of them, or you get just sign him to the full max, you, you can't What's mess the second up. one? Uh, I would consider Embiid, and I would that consider... I like if the the Raptors would give you Siakam and Ananobi, I would at least raise the eyebrows at it. <clears throat> those are the know. only two I would even like. I, I, those are the only two I would even like pick up the phone after a voice message, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that that okay? Um, but yeah, that's the delay right now on the Jalen extension. You have to assume we're gonna hear more stuff about it now that Grant has been traded. But like Sam, like you said, Celtics messed this up. <laughs> Big Celtics, they're playing with fire the way they've gone through this offseason. Got rid of Smart. That's a questionable yep. one. Now the Grant thing Grant. is questionable. They better win. Sticking to it. That's my thing. They better win a title. Prove us all wrong because sure. it looks terrible right now. Agree. Agree. Not very fun. Not not a fun offseason so far. Uh, Porzingis is great, but like. No, Porzingis, make no mistake, is a good fit. Coming off the best season of his career, played a bunch of games, career high in points, great split shooting, can defend the pick and roll. Like, there are so many great things about Porzingis. There's no issue with bringing him in. The problem is, Mm -hmm. is we all thought it was going to be for Brogdon. We were all wrapping our heads around that. And then it was smart, and we're like, what the hell? Now you have this Brogdon thing, which is weird. It's like Mm -hmm. they tried to trade him. Uh, Obama was going to Philly. They tried to trade him, and then they didn't, and now he's kind of on the team, but is he comfortable coming back? Is he not? Brian Robb put it up today in his article for Mass Live, which was centered around the Grant contract deal. Not yeah. guaranteed that he'll be back. I think he said something along the lines of the consensus is it's not 100% known that he's going to be back with the Celtics, and this is he cites sources. And... Mm-hmm. I mean, are we going to dive into Brogdon trades again? We could. We could do a quick chat about yeah. it. I wrote about it. I wrote some hypotheticals. Tell me if I'm dumb today. I like this. Hit me. Hit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, this is a this little is... reverse, like full reverse. We're bored. Yeah. I love it. Uh, one sec. Please. Let me pull it up. I was Please, like only yeah. half ready well, for this. My thing. Okay. No, it's fine. Full While quote. you pull that up. Okay, yeah. The Celtics were in talks to move Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers last month. It's still far from 100% certain Brogdon will be back in Boston next year, even after Marcus Smart was dealt away per a league source. This is Brian Rob, Rob right? On okay, Wednesday. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, my sorry, my thing, even when like the trade happened, like we talked about it and you were a big, what's the point in trading him now? At the same time, it's like, would he want to come back? I'm still like, I, I'm, I'm, okay trading him because of Pritchard and because of Derek White and because of how much they run the Jack, we just did it. You did a complaint about the team being not deep, and now you're like, just trade him and play Pritchard? Well, no, because you can trade him for wider depth. If you trade Brogdon for better depth, that's my point. I'm not saying give him up for seconds, right? I'm not saying give him up for picks. I'm saying I'm more comfortable trading. I honestly got some there. I'm like, what do you mean let him go? (laughs) You saw red. I'm just just watching them get rid of all of our players, man. It's terrible. 
<laughs> you saw red. I'm saying if you can trade Brogdon for either another guard that can pair with Pritchard and a forward or a wing and a forward, you spread out the depth a little bit, get a little bit more well-rounded. I'd be more okay with it, especially since it sounds like maybe even he's iffy on whether or not he wants to come back after he was almost traded. So. Yeah. All um, right. Well, let's go. I'm not to saying monitor. give him up. <laughs> yes, please. Now you wrote last week, something on Brogdon trades. You pitched five of them. This one, yes. I went back after and looked, and it is similar to one of yours. That's fine. Hit me. Ma- Malcolm Brogdon goes to Minnesota for Mike Conley. Now, the difference mm-hmm. between yours and mine, no picks involved, straight up. Well, what picks did I have involved? You had a second. Going to? Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'd still do it. I- I'd still like Conley over Brogdon. I think it gives you better long-term financial flexibility too because Conley's under the last year of his deal Inspiring, I think the yes. Celtics <clears throat> yep I think the Celtics get a either a high level six man or dare I say starter you moved Eric White to the bench I probably wouldn't go that far but he is a starting caliber point guard in the NBA Mike Conley he's a better offensive facilitator uh, I would argue at this point is career than Brogdon uh, the only concern is he is older meanwhile Minnesota gets a little bit of shooting uh, they get arguably the better player. I think they're close, but maybe better fits their system. He can play make at least a little bit, um, but Anthony Edwards could have the ball in his hand more, and he's definitely a better shooter than Mike Conley. Uh, and I really think that financial flexibility for the future bodes well for the Celtics if that is their game plan, which trading Grant for nothing seems like it could be a big part of it. So I, I, I would probably lean yes on that, but I would rather trade Brogdon for multiple death pieces. Okay. I don't think I had any like one for consolidation trades. I kind of hate those to be honest in this situation. I think it's like a one for one. Like you just kind of need to like move along and see if you can replace them. If you pissed them off. Okay. So one second, the next one I have, Mm -hmm. this one is a little bit of a pipe dream, but there's compensation thrown in to try and make (laughs) this a bit more even. All right. The Celtics would trade Malcolm Brogdon to Toronto in exchange for Ananobi but they would mm. also send three firsts, including the Warriors. I, I mean, I, w- I would definitely do that. I don't no, know. No, but you would do this, but do you think it could happen? Do you think Toronto would actually do this? Like, I'm not Probably sure. Not. My pitch was Toronto's in this weird spot where they don't seem to know if they want to rebuild or not. Van Vliet just left, joined the Rockets. Siakam's future is shaky. He keeps getting pinned in trade rumors. If they decide uh... to blow up the roster... Could that be part of the process? Just unloading Ananobi, you get some picks to build around the rest of your team. You get Brogdon back. I don't know. I think if they trade Siakam and end up reshaping it around Scotty Barnes, I think it's possible. But at the same time, I I feel like they would just trade Siakam, keep Ananobi. I would probably say it's like on the more unrealistic side because of the way the Raptors have been operating. I love the trade. And if they do trade Ananobi, I think it's a fair package for compensation i just don't know if that's the direction they want to go and they seem pretty content being a a seven seed (laughs) yeah very strange from toronto plus masai ujiri definitely super hard to work with per everybody right yeah so i don't know if he's going to help them out with that but i know we made all all defense last year it's definitely more of a pipe dream trade but i'm just trying to i'm done watching the celtics Take nothing in return. <laughs> I'm done. And this was before yeah. they traded Grant. Done with it. Celtics need to start winning the trade, even though they kind of did win like the last trade. Uh, but final one, and I, I subheaded this, Boston strikes a deal with the devil, parentheses, LA Clippers. Uh, yeah. Norm Powell in a future first for Brogdon. 
The reason why they throw in that first is because they were pricks and they got cold feet and now smarts don't answer hmm. anymore. So if you want part <laughs> of that bad, then you can pay for them. Uh, I'd probably, I'd probably do it mostly because I, if Brogdon doesn't want to be on this team, Powell's probably a pretty good replacement. Um, Again, I would rather either get a forward with more size or another guard who can replace the playmaking you lose. Um, but I think Powell's a fine option. I, I think I would do all of those uh, at the end of the day. Um, I don't know. It's weird, though. It, it's very weird. You look around the league. There aren't a ton of teams you can see trading for Brogdon that can give you the exact compensation you want back. It, it really sucks. Like The Clippers really ruined what could have been a pretty perfect offseason move. For the Celtics it literally would have been perfection. You still keep yeah. your starter. You have white to come off the bench as the six man. Now, even though he hasn't been great yep. off the bench, wasn't great last year off the bench. And you keep smart around, you bring in, like get more talented. You offload Brogdon, who some you think was a problem anyway. I mean, the, the bad thing about Brogdon right now is the last taste you have in your mouth is him playing with a torn forearm on his shooting hand. So like everyone's like, this guy sucks. And he gave them nothing again. Miami, but he was a six man of the year. Like he doesn't give you nothing. It just sucks that he's on the team still mm-hmm. when we thought he was getting traded from the standpoint of smarts gone. And also he's probably heated. Yeah, I agree. It sucks. Uh, I dislike it. <laughs> I just, I don't like it at all. Um, anyways, I, I like all those trades. I, I think the realism maybe falls off in the Nobi one, but that's not because I don't think it's a fair trade. That's just because I think the Raptors are annoying. Uh, next thing we have, speaking of not Celtics guards, but guards in general, potential Celtics guards, Patrick Beverly spoke on his podcast uh, about his free agency uh, decision uh, called the Pat Bev podcast. Pat Bev revealed, I talked to representatives of mine. It might be Philly. It might be Boston. It might be Washington. I'm going to have a little bit more money in Boston, Washington. Let's wait on it. Let's wait on it. I tell my agent what I can only assume to be fuck it, pull the trigger. It says expletive in the article. Uh, I'm not going to wait. I like Nick Nurse. Obviously, I took a pay cut, but it's never about the money. It's always about the basketball. Um, I didn't want to wait. Beverly said Boston, they got a lot of stuff going on their team. I didn't want to make a decision and the opportunity is not there anymore. So I had to make a quick decision. It, It feels like what Bev was referring to was the grant williams situation because in order for the celtics to offer more money than what philly offered it would have had to been the non-taxpayer mle which opens up based on certain moves the celtics made so it, it sounds like they wanted pat bev but they wanted to wait on the grant thing and or jalen brown thing you can give it an eyes emoji if you want to say oh maybe the celtics are trading for another guard and they didn't need bev if they made the xx trade it is what it is but it sounds like pat bev could have been in boston had everything else shaken out I know that's somebody you brought up as a potential. I like target, Pat Bev. But... Yeah, yeah, Pat Bev's a dog. It would have been cool to have him on the Celtics. He's funny. I'll never forget the thing with the camera. Always thought Pat Bev was pretty cool. Plays hard. His nickname's Mister Ninety Four Feet. That screams Celtics. If nothing Phenomenal. else does, like, yeah, he would have been the perfect guy to bring in after you trade away Smart and now Williams. Yeah. The two guys on this team that probably brought more fire than anybody else. Mm-hmm. It would have been cool to have somebody like Pat Bev. It could have helped you. He's not going to give you massive scoring numbers, but he did okay with the Bulls. He helped lead their second unit. He was a good piece after the trade deadline, like they snuck into the play-in. There's just like this lack of excitement coming from the guard position in the Celtics. It almost feels like, like I like Derek White, and I think Derek White's great. But aside from select moments, he's really not, doing a whole lot to create for everybody 
You know what I mean? That was one thing that was really great about Smart, and this is not a Pat Bev thing, but he was dishing out crazy amount of assists. And he would yeah. post up dudes and, 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 and get baskets that way. I like Pat Bev. I think you would have been I really want to see them get some kind of facilitator. I don't know how they're going to do it. I think they kind of need it. It's just what I think. Yeah, I think Derek White can play that role. Um, I think you're going to be depending on Jason Tatum to improve that playmaking a lot. In his defense, he's done a good job at it. Like He's been a good playmaker for the Celtics. Well, Derek um, White has been excellent every role they ask of him, especially yeah. the off-ball catch-and-shoot guy. So there's a way to keep him in that, whether it's playing through Tatum, which I don't know how much I love because it really feels like the ball's going to stick well, if they do that. He's also been a good playmaker. Like he's he's had the ten assist games when they put that him in that role. So I like he can do that. I think there's he also doesn't not suck. Like, this is not me saying no. he sucks. I'm just I saying I just I, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. Like I feel like he was at his best when he was not playing with the ball. He does. I, great I Cutting that. off the ball. He's great catch and shoot. He looks very comfortable in that. Very rarely are you seeing him like drive past guys and create a shot. Well, now he does slash and bump off guys and hit the floaters. I was going to say, I, I would counter that with the Atlanta series where he literally did that the whole series. Like he carried them that series. He, he initiated all the offense, even like the Miami series when no one could do anything. Like no, Derek White was seven. still scoring, right? Like that's he, what I'm referencing. The like, there were moments where he, he sparked off yeah. and just was a force. And maybe and he I, takes a jump. It's possible. Yeah. There is no reason why anybody should be feeling bad about Derek White. It's just I need them to add something else. It feels like they're they're short at the guard position now, even though they're technically not. If they move Brogdon, they have to replace him. I guess that's what this is yeah. really about. Not Derek White. Unfair. Yeah, maybe Brogdon replaces that role. For what it's worth, if you're looking at playmaking guards and free agency, you're going to be very unhappy because <laughs> there's, there's not much. Ish Smith. Uh, George Hill, Austin Rivers. These are just playmaking guards. There's other guys too, but uh, Aaron Holiday, Frank Nitalikina, Michael Carter Williams, Iodasunmu, who's way out of the price range. You're not getting playmaking in free agency right now. You're just not. You're not. Um, not going to happen. You can get guard depth, but it's not going to be a playmaker. Um, even looking at the forward positions, like there, there are no playmakers. Unless you, you're taking, are we taking a chance on Justice Winslow or rolling back the clock eight years where? The Celtics really wanted Winslow for their playmaking. Bringing Rondo, he's out there. He's not playing. I saw somebody pitch him for the Suns, actually. Yeah, maybe. Unironically, I wouldn't mind Winslow. I think he'd be fine on a minimum. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, great. In Phoenix. I know for the Celtics. Really, Rondo, yeah, Winslow, oh, Justice uh, Win Winslow, Justice Winslow. I have this thing that cuts out every once in a while. You have this. I was gonna say you have this thing where I know it's I know it's your mic sometimes, but half the times it just sounds like you're hearing the player you want to hear come out of my mouth. No, I was talking about Justice Winslow. He's a free agent right now. Yeah, he's a fine. No, I heard that part. Maker. I just heard. I yeah. heard. I think the ins, and I thought you said him. And I was like, no, no, oh, no. wow, Jack agrees with this. So I was like, this is a just no, like, pulled no, it out no. of my ass take. Keep, keep Rondo out of here. I'm not, I'm not a Rondo guy. But Pat, Pat Bev would have been the cool. same number. Get him out. This is true. Who wears nine now? Am I crazy? I Oh, oh Derek White. Derek White. Derek Jesus. White. Derek White. I don't know numbers off the top of my head like that, man. Come oh, on. my God. That's your guy. It took me a second. It took me a second. Last Celtics thing we have for today, as uh, I'm sure we're all very happy to keep having to talk about Damian Lillard. Uh, more Dame reporting. Yay. About the Celtics, uh, reporting from oh, Ramona Shelburne. 
Reporting from Ramona Shelburne of ESPN, when you look at the league and his stated preferences to win in teams that have the assets and maybe ability to get this done, the Boston Celtics have the ability to get this done. I know they have expressed some interest in this already, but this is not a team that is necessarily on his list. This is not a city that he would necessarily welcome going to right now, at least from what I understand. But as far as a team that can win and actually has the assets to do it, they make a lot of sense. Um, This was Bobby Marks on ESPN saying the Celtics are a team to keep an eye on for a damn trade not involving Jalen Brown. Jared Weiss also reporting in that same Grant Jalen article. The Celtics have reportedly registered an interest in Damian Lillard now that his trade request is official, but the Blazers star has been strongly linked to Miami because Lillard is locked in long-term. He can't use the threat of leaving in free agency to scare teams off. The Celtics could get in the mix for Lillard, though they don't have a blue-chip prospect to build a trade around unless they are willing to trade Jalen Brown. <sighs> more more Dame stuff, Sam. More Dame Celtics stuff. We're, yeah, we're going to get, we're gonna get into the We're going to get the Dame NBA stuff later, but purely Dame Celtics. It feels like don't there's a lot of Celtics. Don't. I know it just it feels like there's a lot of smoke going around, and I I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think he's going to get traded here. I just don't. I I think the team it doesn't but... make sense for him to get traded here. I know you've said that the core is different, so it makes a little bit different of a situation compared to like last year when this was kind of a thing where people were like, "Is he going to ask out? Yeah, they're going to trade Jalen for him." Blah blah blah. At this point, I'm sick of it. He's pissed me off beyond belief. I can't believe I have two pairs of his shoes in the back here, even though I like <laughs> them very much. Uh, I just am so sick of hearing about this guy. I don't want him on the Celtics. The only reason I would want him out of the on the Celtics is out of spite, because I'm so sick and tired <laughs> of hearing him drag his feet about the concept of playing anywhere that isn't Miami. You are under contract, buddy, until the 25-26 season? Yeah, I get ready so. to lace them up or or quit <laughs> because you're getting yeah. an asinine amount of money to play basketball as a 6'3 aging guard that relies on a burst for half his game. Really? You're going to make 63 million at 36 and you have the nerve to to strong arm the Blazers who gave you that extension to dick around these other teams that might want to trade for you just to try and get to Miami. And then he's like, yeah, I want to play with Bam and Jimmy, too. Really? So so now the Blazers can't get any anybody really back for you. They don't want Hero. They don't yep. want Hero because they just drafted a bunch of guards. They they have Simons, they've got Scoot, they have Shady and Sharp who's like a guard forward. He's only like 6'5". Yeah. There's Good. no room for Tyler Hero on the Blazers. So the best asset of that whole proposed deal and I'm sorry we're getting away from the Celtics is going somewhere else. Yeah. And I and I I don't like Tyler Hero as much as the next guy. He's not a bum. He just won six no. men of the year last season. Yeah. The pro- if you want to point to anything with him, he's a he seems like a moron. He's got <laughs> aggravating fashion, and he's been hurt in the last two playoff runs for Miami. Yes, I agree. I, I think we can move into the, the Dame general stuff here. I, I think it's become completely overblown that Tyler Hero is this bad. He's a fine player. And that's honestly not even a terrible contract for him. Like, I would take Tyler player. Hero for Brogdon. It just doesn't make exactly. sense for anybody involved. Exactly. Unless you're the Heat and you really want to get off the long, long-term money. But even so, I don't get it. I would take my Hero thing is, He's fine. I agree. My thing is, all these Heat people are getting mad. Like, the Heat fan base is getting really pissed because everyone's like, why is everybody, like, wh- wh- why is everyone getting mad? Like, James said he wants to come here. So, like, people, like, 
this is from Barry Jackson, the Miami Herald. This isn't, this is me attacking Barry Jackson. This is just like, he tweeted this and I'm going to riff off it. Barry Jackson tweeted as we and Spears, Shams and Amick have repeated, repeatedly reported. It's only Dame for Miami period. No thought of expanding the list. Portland at some point will need to accept or make a big, accept that or make a big mess with the best player in franchise history. What's the fucking mess? The mess is yeah, sucks literally suck, who buddy. cares? <laughs> the mess is that sucks. You gave us one list of one team that has a shitty trade package. There's no mess. The mess is Dame's being a baby. I'm sorry. Well, they don't I even love have Dame. a shitty trade package. They just <laughs> no, they have do. this situation where they don't want to trade the stuff that's worth getting back. Or Bam's not on the table. Yeah. They're not going to trade Jimmy because that's their guy. Lowry's old. He's fat. He's 37. He can't stay on the court. Hero doesn't fit. I mean, also, they have Robinson's essentially a negative asset, and you have to throw him into match. I'm sorry. I, I, maybe I will pick on Barry Jackson a little here. Barry Jackson tweeted this, which I think is a bit ridiculous. Not that the Heat should be offering this much, but the ridiculing of what Heat can offer is silly when you consider they have a, the equivalent of seven to eight first-round picks to offer. They have firsts in 2028 and 2030, the only two they can legally offer right now. And then these are the other five things he counts as first-round picks. OKC, the 2024 pick, if OKC moves to 25 or 26. So they would need another team's help to offer that. Jaime Hawkins, he counts, which I guess fine if you want to do that. Nikola Jovic, he counts as a first-round pick talent. Getting a little thing. And then he goes, Martin, which would be, he says, would be a first-rounder if his class redrafted right now. That's a reach. You're, stop it. And Tyler Hero. Buddy. But they don't, they don't even want to give up Caleb Martin. Exactly. And and that those aren't picks. Those are players who were picks. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and if the Celtics or if Jeff Green was thrown in a trade, is that a first round pick equivalent? Stop. That's not how this works. That's not how this works. And, I'll and give you a, this is not I'll, even an indictment on the Heat. It's not. Yes. Like they're they're getting like singled out. He's like, I want to play for this team. Of I like course the they're Heat. not gonna have to pay a price if that's the case, because well, what are the other options? And I, I I know we just, like, the Celtics just got beat by the Heat. And so Celtics fans, we said this throughout the whole playoffs. I don't dislike the Heat, right? Like, I like the, the Heat, heat or what whatever. they stand for. Like, Jimmy Butler's cool. I don't have a problem with any Lowry's players. Lowry's a rat. Maybe... Hero's a rat. Sure. Uh, Outside of those players. Pat Riley's like, a rat. Caleb Martin can rot. But I don't uh, dislike the organization. Like, it's not like the Lakers or the Sixers. Yeah, like, they're kind of respectable. Like, the way they do their business is whatever. Like, they're not. And then. This is from Mark Spears. Dame wants to play for Miami and only Miami. I've been continually told that since Saturday. I'm told there are only five teams interested in a potential multi-team trade that could get it done. Won't be today or tomorrow, but perhaps the next day, but I believe he's going to Miami. The thing I keep seeing on Heat Twitter is why is everybody criticizing Dame for for only having one destination when AD did the same thing a few years ago? AD's the loser too. Perfect. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Excuse me. To which I counter. AD had one year left on his deal after that. So he could threaten, I'm leaving in free agency if you don't send me here to any other team. And two, the Lakers had a real fucking package to offer. The Lakers had good assets to offer. They had picks. They had Lonzo. They had Kyle Kuzma, who they didn't throw in, but they could have. They had Brandon Ingram, and they had Josh Hart. They had four assets to which the Pelicans picked three and picks. The Heat don't have that. The Heat don't have a player that, that the Blazers want. At best, even if the Blazers... Well, they have Bam, but they don't want to give him up. Even if the Blazers wanted Tyler Hero. And even if you count Jimmy and Bam as LeBron and Kuzma, because I know the Lakers didn't want to give Kuzma, and that's crazy to say. But even if the Blazers wanted Hero on top of that, that is one player 
and a bad contract plus two firsts. That is objectively not a good trade package for Damian Lillard. It's just not. Even if you account for the whole CBA thing that brings the value down because of the Bradley Beal trade, Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard are not the same. Not even close to the same. Damian Lillard at his best is a top 10 player in the NBA. He is. At his best. I'm not saying he's at his best right now. Bradley Beal never sniffed that. So so to say Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and two first-round picks is not a bad trade package is ridiculous. And I don't dislike the Heat. If I was an objective observer, I would have no – obviously, as the Celtics, right? Celtics people don't want him there because that would make it harder. I don't have a problem with Dame going to Miami from the perspective of, oh, it would make a super team, blah, blah, blah. I just have a problem with the people trying to argue that they're not going to get him for a ridiculously low trade package because of the situation. Trap, stop trying to pass it off like it's a good trade package. It's not. That's what you're going to get him for, and that's fine, right? It's whatever. The Heat, like you said, the Heat are playing the game because this is what's their dealt, and they would be stupid to give up more at this point because this is what Dame is doing for him. But stop acting like it's a good trade package because it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, my take, again, like you said, it's not about the Celtics at this point where. Oh, as fans, we don't want him to go to Miami because that's more competition. While it's true, it's, oh, I don't want him to go to Miami because he's being a prick and I don't want him to get his way. I don't. I'm I'm sick and tired of players doing this. The Harden thing is just as bad. If you're requesting a trade, you get one request. You don't get two. You want to be traded? That's your request. You don't want to be on this team anymore? That's your request. You don't be like, this is the team I want to play for. Guess what, buddy? You're under contract. They could trade you wherever they want, and you still have, what, three, four years left on the deal? Too bad. Don't sign the contract. Yeah. And and don't make this, I guess, talking to Dame, don't make this about people are watching what the Blazers are doing now because, mm-hmm. oh, other free agents are going to see this. Are they going to see that they gave you a dumb extension Stop. when you're going to be 36 and, like, useless, no burst, slow? It's $63 million at 36. They're going to know that they're going to show how loyal the team was to pay you that stupid contract to where you're making money well past your prime. Most likely is that such a bad thing? Are the Blazers so bad for that? No, no one's talking about that. Essentially Dame is kind of a negative asset past maybe this season with a new CBA vice grip on the league by the balls. I don't want Dame's contract. I don't want him on the Celtics. That's one of the main reasons I don't want him on the Celtics because the contract. I just want him to get traded so we can stop having to talk about him. I'm over. I want. I'm telling you, they got to open up the trade to the world. Real Madrid, you want him? Get ready to learn Spanish, buddy. <laughs> yeah, go over there. Uh, I'm over it. I, I just, I just need to stop talking about Dame. It's loser, it's absolute loser behavior. Oh, they, the new CBA should have tackled this. <laughs> That's what they should have did. Instead of like vice gripping teams for spending or building the right way, like the Warriors who are getting screwed. Why don't you do something about players trying to vice grip GMs and put them in a headlock and be it's like, kind of crazy because like the CBA screws players and teams and both sides signed it. Like, I, I don't know how this. Yeah, passed. they're the like, CBA oh, stuff. cool for us. Like, what? <laughs> I don't get it. I guess it's uh, not going to be a perfect agreement. Yeah, this is this is bad, though. Speaking of the new CBA and new rules coming in, NBA announced the M- midseason tournament dates today. Uh, 
Woj tweeted, the NBA's in-season tournament Final Four is set for December 7th and 9th in Las Vegas. Stats will count for the league's regular season, except for the championship game. And I believe that is because all games in the tournament count for the regular season outside of the Final Four or outside of the championship game. I don't know exactly how it works. I assume the teams in the Final Four. I I, I, Oh, run it. Yeah, if you have the extended. So this is from Yahoo Sports' Ben Roback back in April. Teams will be assigned six intra-conference pools of five, so every team will be involved. On designated days during the first six weeks of the regular season, teams will play four group games, one against the other teams in their pool. Everyone plays two at home, two on the road. The winners of each pool in two wildcard teams will advance to a single elimination tournament. Tiebreakers determine the eight participants, such as participants, such as point differential. Those things are still being discussed as of April. The semifinals and finals now going to be held in Las Vegas. December 7th and December 9th players for the tournament champion each receive 500 grand. So who cares essentially, but they're trying to make the beginning of the season. Interesting. They've implemented a soccer champions league type thing where they're playing group stage games. Then they go into a knockout stage, which is the tournament. Mm -hmm. The problem is I'm not convinced we all have a reason to care. Yeah, I don't know what the incentive to care is, right? Like, what what is like? It, it'll guess. be like it'll be cool if the Celtics win. I'll care if the Celtics yeah. win. Then this is again like it's legit. Yeah, mm-hmm. other teams should want to win this, but if my team doesn't win, then who cares? It's a fake tournament. Mickey, my Mom. question is, what's the prize? Does it say what the winners? Five hundred grand for the winning players mm-hmm. of each team. So each player gets five hundred. That's it. Yeah, they should let us. Sure. Play. My thing is. <clears throat> If the stats count for the regular season, the wins count for the regular season throughout the tournament, fine. Are they going to play their real players in that extra 83rd game they'd have to play? The right? Like, are they? Yeah. If, if they get yeah, to the championship, they're going to play. They... It's a championship. But why do they care? Uh, be like, hey, look at us. Maybe, but, but, maybe they'll drop the trophy and the trophy will be a super cool trophy. But if the Celtics play all their stars in that game and they get hurt in a game where that doesn't matter at all. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, why should the Celtics play Jason Tatum in that game? They want the super cool trophy. But why does Jason Tatum care about the super cool trophy? You know what's going to be five hundred grand for Tatum. Why does Tatum care? Tatum signed for forty million (laughs) dollars. Why does he give a shit? Well, the Celtics just want to raise that eighteenth banner so bad that they're going to win this tournament. I, I'm just playing devil's game. Like you said, I just don't know who's going to. Who cares? No, I mean, like, I I'm intrigued, but I don't know how they're going to make us care. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's 100%. the verdict for me. I'm really not sure why this is how or why this is going to intrigue fans. I understand the idea of let's give them a reason to watch us before Christmas. I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to learn more about this, I guess. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll like it when the time comes. But right now I'm I'm pretty pretty uh lukewarm on it. I don't really I don't really know how to feel. Another NBA news coming out today. Mavericks, who just traded for Grant Williams, uh, offered Matisse Teibel the full MLE, and he's signing it. He's signing it, meaning Portland will have to match the deal. Uh, Non-taxpayer Emily is worth roughly $12.4 million. Uh, sounds like Portland intends to match it, but if the Mavericks do somehow manage to get Matisse Teibel, they will have completely transformed their defense in the span of a day with him and Grant Williams. Like, as much as you dislike Kyrie, if you separate him from the Mavericks quickly, just to be objective, like they've had a really, really good offseason. 
yeah, the Mavs have added shooting and they've added defense. They've also drafted a big man, traded for one in the draft. I guess they both their first round picks fit pretty well. Yep, prosper. Right? Omax is going to be fine. Really good. Derek Lively yeah. is going to be interesting. They brought back Dwight Powell. Obviously, they got Kyrie back. Luke is not fat anymore. Mm, Maybe they'll be interesting this year. Yeah. Where do they rank in the West? What do you think? I I if I don't think they'll get Tybal. I think the Blazers will probably just bring him back and, and sign that. With Grant, with Exum, with Seth Curry, which is a signing I don't love because why do you need another undersized guard who can't defend? Doesn't make sense to me. Because he can shoot. <clears throat> don't care. Um, played well there fine, before. Played well with fine, Kyrie before. Find shooters that have can defend too. That's my thing. Um, if you you could have offered Tory Craig that money, you should have gotten Tory Craig instead. That's my thing. It's whatever. I just not a huge fan of the move. Um, Grant Williams is good, like you said, lively and prosper. I think they're top. They're definitely a top six team. I think at the very least, I think they definitely avoid the play in. Uh, if all goes to play in, at best, if lively plays well, I think they get home court. I really think they could get up there into home court. I mean, you look at it. The Nuggets, I think, are a home court team. The Suns, I think, are probably a home court team. But past that, it might be up for grabs realistically, right? Like the Grizzlies could be there. The Kings could be there. The Warriors could be there. The Lakers could be there. But if I'm counting those four teams, I like the Mavericks' chances. I really do. I think Luka's a top five talent in the league. I think Kyrie, as much as you dislike him, he's a good player. I think they have really good role players around him. I think their center position is solid with Lively, Rashawn Holmes, and um, Dwight Powell, who they brought back, and Kleber. And I wouldn't even count them out. You know, I wouldn't even count it out the possibility of them making another move for a better center. I think that could still be on the table for them. <clears throat> they have a really solid team now, uh, with better depth than they had last season and Kyrie in the fold for a full off season and season. I think they're probably better than the Kings. I think they're probably on par with the Grizzlies, uh, and the Lakers and the Warriors. And I think one of those teams could be top four. And I, I think the Mavericks are up there. Why? Where, where do you feel? Where do you feel they're at? Denver's better than them. Phoenix is better than them. Are the Lakers better than them? Probably as much as I hate it. Yeah. Maybe they're fourth. I, I, I put them on with, I put them in the same tier as the Grizzlies, the Lakers and the Warriors. That's where I have all them. Memphis too. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The Warriors. I don't know what to think of the Warriors. The Warriors are interesting. They're weird. Definitely weird. All right. Last piece of NBA news we have today. Um, not last piece. Sorry. The last piece of actual news. Sam Bull Bull got waived by the Mavericks. Yeah, Bull Bull Grant replacement. <laughs> Maybe might as well, right? I don't know. It's weird to me. He had a pretty good season this past year. I don't. I don't get why Bull Bull got waived. Looking at his stats, like probably the best season of his career so far. Everyone was talking about him as a good piece when the season started. Played in seventy games, averaged nine points, almost six rebounds, and one assist. 54.6% from the field, only 26.5% from deep. So that definitely fell off, but like 1.2 blocks. Like he's at the very least an intriguing player. And for a Mavericks team that not like maybe they're trying to win now, but still like it sounds like they were trying to trade off his contract. The Mavericks were supposedly interested in him and trading up into the draft to take it on. Uh, there were other things happening maybe, but like waving him is kind of crazy. It would, it, it would be surprising to me if he ended up nowhere. I, I kind of want the Spurs to sign him just to see a Wemby Bulbul front court because I think that'd be funny. I don't know, though. Like It doesn't make sense to me why they would just get rid of him. I don't know. It is weird. I, maybe they're just ready to take the next step and they just don't see a spot where Bulbul's <laughs> getting a ton of minutes anymore. Yeah, They have Paolo. They have Wendell Carter. Uh, they got rid of Wagner. Who am I missing as their big guy? Am I an idiot? Oh, Wagner? 
No, Wagner's gone, right? He went to no. Detroit. Mo Wagner resigned with the Magic two years ago. Oh, they brought him back. That's right. Yes. I knew he signed somewhere, <laughs> and it was just the contract was the story, not the uh, where no, he yeah. went. Sorry, my bad. No, you're good. Yeah, they uh, brought Mo Wagner back. They still have um, Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro, obviously, Wendell Carter Jr., um, John Isaac, technically, if you want to count that. I don't know, though. Like, I, I don't know why they'd get rid of Bobo. He seemed fine. He seemed like a fine fifth for them, but <clears throat> weird. They're weird. I, I, he's got to catch on somewhere. Unironically, Celtics or no? Are you out? <laughs> I don't hate it. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Why not? He had stretches last mm-hmm. season where he was exciting. He's what, 24, 23? He's young. He's young. Bull, bull age. He is 20. Okay, sorry. I Googled bull, bull age, and it came up with minute bull. It said 47, and I was very confused. Uh, <clears throat> bull was 23. <laughs> okay, yeah, 23. Like, take a flyer, bring him to Summer League, and we can all enjoy at least the next week. Sure. Why not? He couldn't shoot do. the three, though, so it would be right on brand for what they did this summer. Yeah, maybe that's concerning. All right, last NBA thing we have today. Bleacher Report put out an article of trade ideas uh, from the latest NBA offseason buzz. So we're going to react to it. One of them was Grant, and he pretty much nailed it. A little extra content here. Let's take a look. Let's take a look here. Um, Greg Swartz of Bleacher Report put this out. First one, these are realistic, so they might not be too exciting. Uh, Portland dumps use of Nurkic for Kem Birch and a 16.9 trade exception. Sure. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't care. It's what it is. I don't know what to think of the Blazers. If they bully Dame, then they have all my respect. Sure. New favorite, new second favorite team, Blazers. If they bully Dame, third favorite, Memphis. Sure. Okay. Uh, next one. Yep. This is the sign of trade. It was just pretty much nailed it. Almost exactly. This is just Bullock instead of Rashawn Holmes, which makes some sense. Yeah, they they uh, need uh, Holmes a bit more than they need Bullock. Mm-hmm. Agree, agree. Next one. Holmes, by the way, who wasn't bad until Sabonis came along and ate up all those minutes. Not a bad player. <clears throat> Not a bad player. Next one. James Harden and PJ Tucker to the Sixers for Levine and Pat Williams. I hate so that, this trade for Chicago. Hate it for Chicago. Yeah, I would hate it too. I think Harden sucks. <laughs> He's a loser. PJ Tucker's making eleven million. He's giving them nothing. You're not going to get anything out of either of those guys because the team's mid and. Harden's going to pretend to be fat. PJ Tucker's going to wither away and be out of the league while you're giving up, I guess, Zach Levine. But Pat Williams is more of the interesting wrinkle here where he's getting extended for what, $100 million over five years? That contract might wind up being a pretty decent value contract at the end of the day. Pat Williams isn't the most impressive player. He hasn't been a monster through his first four seasons, but. People still like him. He's been injured. If he stays healthy, what can he actually do? Harden's going to leave in a year and probably bitch and moan the whole time. The only upside to this is maybe you're okay for a year and then you don't have to pay Zach Levine, but I'm not paying Patrick Williams for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a good point too. The Levine contract is another interesting one with the new CBA. It's a bit rough. What are you really going to get from him? He's not worth it. Definitely not worth all the penalties. Nobody's going to want it. So Maybe you should t- capitalize on it before it's too late. Yep. <clears throat> Agree. Next one here. Siakam bolsters Brooklyn Nets. I think I mentioned Nets as a Siakam team. It's Pascal Siakam and Thad Young to the Nets. Raptors get Cam Thomas, Dorian Finney-Smith, Ben Simmons, and two unprotected firsts. <clears throat> kind of don't hate this for either team. I-, I think this would be fine for the Raptors. I think Cam Thomas is an intriguing talent. I think Finney-Smith could start for them so they can still be a little bit competitive. I think Ben Simmons is 
whatever at this point. If he can get on the court, he's a fine defensive player. Um, and then two first round picks from the Suns is pretty good for Siakam, uh, especially when those by that 2027 season, who knows what the Suns will look like. Uh, and then I think the Nets would be pretty competitive in the East with that Siakam on the roster. My question, if I'm the Nets is, is it worth giving up those two picks to maybe be a playing team? Cause I think that's probably where they would land with Siakam and Macau bridges. Right. I don't, they wouldn't be much more than that. I'm not sure what to think of Brooklyn. Yeah. Maybe that's what I think. Yawn. Don't care. <laughs> all right <clears throat> the last trade idea we have uh is dame to the pelican zion gets fresh start with the good Blazers. yeah screw dame all four dame dame goes to new orleans zion kira lewis garrett temple and a 2024 first goes to the blazers i wrote something similar to this for the smoking cuban which is fan sided's mav site um <clears throat> except i looped in the mavs as a third team I like my trade proposal a little bit better, and I think it's better value for Dame. Um, it, it was very similar. It's just Zion and Larry Nance to the Mavs, so Portland doesn't have to take on his contract. New Orleans gets low and JaVale McGee, and then the Blazers get Dyson Daniels, Derek Lively, salary filler, and picks. But pretty, I mean, the idea is the same. It's just if the, Ma- the, the Blazers don't want to take on Tyler Hero's money, Maybe they also don't want to take on Zion's money, and so you send them to Dallas instead. They take a risk, get a crazy big three. Uh, maybe maybe not anymore, but I think Zion for Dame, even if there's a third team involved, I think it makes sense, especially considering maybe Dame would, wouldn't mind playing with CJ again. And I stand by this. If Dame goes to New Orleans with CJ, that team is better than any Blazers team they ever played on. Thoughts? Mm, let's see. Ingram's there. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Zion's gone. Valanciunas is solid. Mm-hmm. Off the bench. Herb Jones, Josh Trey Murphy, Jose there. Alvarado. Herb Jones, the beast. Yep. Trey Murphy, they Dyson got... Daniels, Alvarado. No, Dyson Daniels in that trade. <clears throat> you're right. You're right. But in, in the, the Bleacher Report trade, there would be. Oh. I think they'd be good. I, I don't know. It, it's I'm it's pro interesting. Dame goes anywhere but the place he wants. <laughs> yeah. I know you are. I know you are. All right. Rat listing, get out of here. Yeah. Would you like to kick us off or do you want me to start? Sure. Yeah. Rat list. The rain. Yesterday was the 4th of July. Two days ago when you're listening to this, my dad and I went to the Red Sox game, got him tickets for Father's Day. We went, sat down, enjoyed the first four innings. Then it begins to rain. Um, They played a lot more before deciding to postpone and then eventually resume by the time we were home. But it was downpouring. We had the ponchos on. It was very wet. Uh, it's really weird when you have a poncho on and it's downpoured and you feel like you're soaked and then you're not. It's yeah. a very strange feeling. Odd feeling. Fenway did not have a lot that I wanted to eat. Saw a lot of morons paying for hot dogs. Have to send prayers their way. I like a hot dog. I know you don't, but hot dogs it's a are waste fun. of money. <laughs> Fine by me. Um, Ratlist, I have a drive through Ratlist. I went to Dunkin' this morning, got me a coffee, got a bagel and a donut. I, and a fat. <clears throat> I was very hungry, I can tell. You look very tired on today's podcast. <laughs> Long night um, ahead, baby. Very tough. Um, get to the drive through So in the Dunkin' drive through parking lot in this Dunkin' I go to, it's like a little strip mall, mini strip mall, whatever. And so you have to leave a gap in between the lines so cars can get out of this other parking lot that's there. That's fine. But if you don't pull up all the way, 
so I, I got to my to the the ordering window or the the machine, said my order. I go to pull up. The person in front of me is leaving like a half car gap in between the person at the window mm. and them. They pull just uh, ratless people who don't pull yeah, up. Yeah, you have to pull what, up what are so we someone else can order. Exactly. Help what are we doing move. here? I'm stuck like sitting halfway behind the order because this person's not pulling up. Like, why are you like? Are you just on your phone? Are you stupid? Thirty-five burgers, thirty-five fries. <laughs> I saw them pulling up after the person moved up. They just pulled up halfway. Rat. Terrible. Awful. Bad. Rat list. Mm-hmm. Motorcycle people. Agree. I just kind of hate them. They they Agreed. ride around. I live near the beach. They're yep. always around here. Summer's the greatest for them. They ride those motorcycles rock hard, and they are loud as hell. Terrible. Also, it's, it's rat list. I know you're going to get in on the fun too. Fireworks, fireworks tonight near my house. I'm driving home from the supermarket as the grant news breaks. And I am sitting in bumper to bumper traffic because people could not be more excited about seeing stupid explosions in the sky. Fireworks are terrible. I I, like whether they're, did I do the bit about the discourse? Like with, with fireworks, like you're sitting with people and you're like, wow, I like that one. It sparkles. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. It's terrible. Um, Ratlist fireworks in in organized settings are one thing. Still dislike them. They're still stupid. I still stand by that. Fireworks in your backyard, you are a, just a bad person. You're just you just suck. You just suck. I'm sorry. You just suck. Right? People are lighting off fireworks in the house next to me. It sounds like they're lighting them off in a trash can. My dogs are terrified, hiding under the covers, so upset. Right? I open my front door. I just scream stop as loud as I possibly can out my front door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if you're listening on audio, Sam is headman's laughing. I loud just I just go stop as loud as I can. It echoes throughout the night. Fireworks stop. Stop. They stopped. Wow. It worked. It worked. Wow, that's huge. <laughs> there were no more fireworks the rest of the night. I did so not I think that's good. how that would go. Yeah, it kind of worked. I, I I think part of it is. The cops have been to the house of the people lighting off fireworks before. And so I think they were afraid I'd call the cops because it's illegal for private residents yeah, to have fireworks in Massachusetts. Yeah, and mass that are illegal uh, yeah. along 95 as you drive up towards Boston. Uh, they're very proud to remind you how illegal it is to have fireworks yeah, in Massachusetts. can't have it. But, um, in Rhode Island, it's different. It's very legal. And I was driving somewhere sucks. last night and I saw people lighting them off. And I just thought of you because you were just so upset. It's terrible. I, it, my yell worked and my neighbor across the street texts my mom. She goes, was that Mike, who is my stepdad? And uh, <laughs> she goes, no, it was Jack. And he goes, good for him. Fuck those guys. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, ratless those guys for letting off fireworks. It worked, though. I was hyped. No more fireworks the rest of the night. That oh, was like, can you hear them? What? Is, are those, they go. We can the hear fireworks. fireworks going audio. Yep. Fireworks are just terrible. Dude, like it's the equivalent of playing video games and me saying touch grass, do something better with your time. There's so just, it's just dumb. Look up a YouTube video of fireworks. It's dumb. It's just not, it's just not cool. I'm sorry. The only cool things about fireworks is when they mess up. Have you seen the video going around about like a fireworks display that was supposed to be 18 minutes long, all went off in 25 seconds because someone hit the wrong button. And so it was just like a big puff cloud of lights and explosions. Very funny. Um, but the only enjoyment you should get out of fireworks ever when they mess up fireworks suck. Uh, you have any more rat list? I got one more. Uh, I don't have anything right off the top of my head now. Rat list losers on the road. If you are going to blow through a stop sign, 
just do it. Just get get through the stop sign. Don't get up to the stop sign, stop, and then go really fast so I have to slam on my brakes. If you're going to be an asshole, just be a full asshole. I'm trying to explain it here. So I'm driving straight. Someone's on the right side of me, and they're taking a left. So they're, they're turning into me, right? I'm driving here. I'm like, okay, this person's coming up to the stop sign. They'll just We stop. need animations. The, of, right? Like a driving they, school. They stop. And I'm like, okay, since they didn't do a rolling stop, they're just going to let me go because they stopped. They stop and then speed out around me. If they had just done a rolling stop, they could have gone fine. But the fact that they stopped and then decided to be a dick made it so I had to slam on my brakes. If you're going to be an asshole, just run the stop sign. Like, don't inconvenience me because you are an idiot. Like, it's it's I, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Oh, I feel like I had another Rattlers. I was mad today. I was like marking it in my head. I'm like, okay, this is Celtics Rattlers. Rattlers <clears throat> For trading Grant, yes. And we'll, we'll tie it in here. Tim Bontemps of ESPN just tweeted this. Uh, and I I agree with it. Um, let's see here. Tim Bontemps of ESPN tweeted, the Celtics, still time left in the summer, but if Boston winds up where it basically is now, not sure where the Celtics improved. After Brad Stevens said Boston had a quote-unquote green light to spend, it certainly appears like there was a red light when it came to passing the second apron to keep Grant Williams. Yes, agree. <laughs> Where's the green light, Brad? You just gave up a player for $13 million, which is a solid contract for Grant for nothing. Unless these second-round picks... I saw somebody in our YouTube comments on the Grant video say, Brad turned Marcus and Grant effectively into Porzingis about six or seven second-round picks and a future first. Which at like hearing it that way is fine, but in the in the concept of one trade to the next trade, Grant Williams for two seconds is just bad. It, you lose a rotation player when you could have like done something. Just keep him for thirteen mil at that point. I, I just don't like it. So yes, Ratless Celtics. That's terrible. Uh, Anti Ratless. This is just my chance to show them off because I'm excited. I got new Crocs today. <clears throat> got new Crocs in the house, Sam. You ready? Wow, you uh, got so me. I, I was gonna care for a second. Okay, well, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy my new Crocs. They are mint green with pink. These are the new Crocs. What do we? <laughs> the Crocs. That's, That's for it. sure. They sure are Crocs. <laughs> I enjoy my new Crocs. I love Crocs. I think this is a cool colorway, and uh, I appreciate you pretending to care for a second. Thank you very much. Uh, that's all I got. I'm gonna make your night. <clears throat> not oh, on the pod it, it'll come up on your phone it's not something you're going to be uh, talking about on the air but you'll enjoy it all right you'll enjoy it stand oh, by I look forward to it i look forward to it anyways i think that's about all we have today we'll throw on the outro green banner with the bright uh colors as the fireworks continue to go off in the background you can hear them yeah i can because people in, in rhode island love to be idiots uh fireworks well this is professional <clears throat> don't care still dumb uh Thank you for tuning in. Subscribe to the channel. We appreciate you very much. We are now at 761 subs. We're, we're growing rapidly. We're aiming for 1,000 by the end of the summer. That would be very, very cool. Uh, leave us five stars on Apple and Spotify if you enjoyed the show. And leave a comment in the YouTube comments because that's my favorite part of my day. So thank you guys for tuning in. Sam, wrap us up. Yeah, thank you very much for listening or watching. If you're watching, you're on the YouTube. Join 761 others by subscribing to the channel. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the viewers. They have already put a thousand views on the grant video, which came out just an hour ago. We were 1.5 before this. Oh, it's 1.5. Jack. Cause the other oh, ones, it is 
something we just did right before we recorded this. So I want to say we appreciate the support. It's been excellent over the last month, month and a half, really ever since the playoffs got underway, we've been rolling. So make sure you leave a like on this one, comment and tell your friends. On top of that, streaming services for listeners, Spotify, Apple, make sure you follow us there. You can leave a five-star review and some nice comments, nice words about us. Socials at How About Them Seas, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Make sure you give us a follow there. Facebook is just the name of the pod. You can get all the live streams there as well as YouTube. Make sure you hit the notification bell on the YouTube. Don't miss any breaking updates like Grant. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack Simone B. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance and B. That's it for us. Bye. Yeah.